0: Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the True Ball Podcast. I'm your co-host, Bidemi Logunde. On this podcast, myself and my brother, Akiolao Logunde, present global news, updates, rumors, and in-depth analysis of the game of football, also popularly known as soccer. Today on the show, I'll be conducting a review of the recently concluded first leg matches of the Champions League round of 16. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So the first match I have here was played on February fifteenth, and that was between PSG of France and Real Madrid of Spain. So the match ended one zero in favor of PSG. Um, and Kylian Mbappe, who is reportedly a target for Real Madrid, scored the only goal of that match with a clever dribble past two Madrid defenders before slotting the ball past um, Courtois, the goalkeeper of Real Madrid to give PSG a vital lead ahead of the second leg in Madrid. So, Real Madrid could only muster three shots on goal in the entire match and none of them were on target and that was basically a boringly defensive and unambitious display for which the manager Carlo Ancelotti was heavily criticized by former Real Madrid players, the club's board members and the Spanish press. So the second match I have here was also played on February 15, and that was between Sporting Lisbon of Portugal and Manchester City of England. So this match was effectively over by the halftime as Man City raced to a dominant 4-0 lead and added a fifth goal in the second half to seal the match. It's almost certain that Man City have qualified for the quarterfinals already. No disrespect to Sporting Lisbon. So Mares converted the opening goal before Bernardo Silva added the second goal by the 17th minute and then Phil Foden made it 3 just after the 30th minute and then Bernardo Silva scored the second goal and the team's 4th goal just before halftime. So Silva saw a hat-trick denied early on in the second half by the VAR system but then Raheem Stalin's goal made it 5-0 and Man City saw out the remainder of the game comfortably to then take a huge lead into the second leg at the Etihad Stadium back in Manchester. So the next game I have here was played on February 16th, and that was between Red Bull Salzburg of Austria and Bayern Munich of Germany. And the match ended 1-1. So Germany's Bayern Munich are the second favourites to win the Champions League this season after Manchester City so it was understandably surprising to see them almost lose this match against the team from Austria. So Adamu handed Salzburg the lead with a clean finish in the 21st minute and the Austrian team spent the rest of the match fending off a Bayern Munich fight back to almost claim the win. However Kingsley Coman of Bayern Munich grabbed an equalizer in the 90th minute to end the match in a tie. So Bayern has lost some home games recently, so Salzburg were hoping that a similar performance in the Allianz Arena in the second leg could place them in the quarterfinals. However, Bayern still remains strong favorite. The next match I have was played on February 16th and that was between Inter Milan and Liverpool and the match ended 2-0 in favour of Liverpool. So Liverpool produced a masterclass of clinical finishing to take a decisive 2-0 lead back to Anfield for the second leg. After a tight and even first half, Inter Milan began the second half on a stronger pace only for Liverpool's defence to fend them off efficiently. Liverpool made Inter Milan pay, however, when Bobby Firmino headed home a fantastic goal in the 75th minute and then 8 minutes later, Mo Salah turned and released a shot that took a slight deflection on its way into the net. Interestingly, those two goals were the only two shots on target for Liverpool throughout the entire match. So the next match I have here is, um, was played on February 22nd and was between Chelsea of England and Lille of France and the match ended 2-0 in favour of Chelsea. So Canadian forward Jonathan David had a very quiet outing against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. He was unable to influence the match and he has now gone 7 consecutive matches in all competitions without scoring for Lille. Despite the speed and ingenuity of the ball, it could not penetrate Chelsea's defense and he routinely drifted out wide to avoid Chelsea's experienced center-back, Thiago Silva. The manner in which Lily tried to attack Chelsea didn't help Jonathan David either. They defended higher up the field, which meant Chelsea didn't have to commit players forward, therefore leaving themselves vulnerable to David burning them on the counter-attack. On many occasions, Lili tried to unlock a well-organized backline held by Thiago Silva, who got the better of Jonathan Davy throughout the match. The next match I have here um, was played on February 22nd between Villarreal and Juventus, and the match ended 1-1. So Juve's Dusan Vlahovic marked his first Champions League appearance by scoring a stunning goal in just 33 seconds. After expertly controlling the ball with his chest following a long pass from Danilo, the 23 year old Serbian striker took a touch inside the box with two defenders on him and then spun around quickly before firing a low, angled shot just inside a far post that beats Villarreal goalkeeper, Geronimo Rulli. So a bit of pressure had been mounting on Vlahovic, who scored in his debut for Juve earlier in February but had subsequently gone without a goal in his next three appearances. So even though he received little quality service and he was isolated for the most part of the match, Vlahovic was able to make a big impact in this first leg of the round of 16. Juve was incredibly lucky to finish the match with 11 players after Adrian Rabiot's um, studs-up tackle on Villarreal's Samuel Chukwueze in the 74th minute. The French midfielder only received a yellow card from German referee Daniel Siebert, even though it was clearly a red card offense. Even more curious was the fact that the VAR system reviewed the play and did not allow referee Siebert to have him go review the play on the video screen that was on the sidelines. So we can excuse the referee for misjudging the severity of Rabiot's foul play since it all happened in real time. However, there is no excuse at all for the VAR system to not address the situation. If the VAR system um, is not in place to rectify decisions like this one, then we need to start questioning both its effectiveness and its purpose. So the next match is um, between Atletico Madrid and Manchester United, and it was played on February 23, and the match ended 1-1. So Atletico appeared to be comfortably in charge of their home game and they seemed to be on their way to earn a win courtesy of Joao Felix's header early on in the 7th minute. However, the Spanish team paid for not putting their opponents away in the 80th minute and the match ended 1-1. So it was 19-year-old Swedish winger Anthony Elanga who came to Manu's rescue. Playing in only his second Champions League match, he latched onto a sublime pass from Bruno Fernandes and then calmly slotted the ball past Atletico goalkeeper, Jan Oblak. His goal, which was completely against the run of play, came just 5 minutes after entering the match as a substitute. Mayu escaped with a draw that they didn't deserve after they were outplayed for most of the game. So the final match I have here um, was played on February 22nd and it was between Benfica and Ajax and the match ended 2-2. So Sebastian Holler continues to be the surprise story of this season's Champions League as he leads the scoring chart with 11 goals so far. So by scoring in that match, the Ivory Coast striker became the fifth player to score in seven consecutive games in Champions League history and the first player to score at least 11 times in his debut season in the competition. Haller deflected a low pass by Benfica defender Jan Vertonghen into his own net in the 26th minute to tie things up at 1-1, but then he made amends three minutes later to tap in a rebound and then restore his team's lead. Ukraine's Roman Yaremchuk equalized for Benfica in the 72nd minute and the match ended 2-2. Incredibly, Hala accounted for half of his team's 20 goals during the Champions League group stages. He played a key role in Ajax winning all six of their games and advancing to this knockout round after suffering back-to-back group stage exits the previous two seasons. So that's all we have for this episode 18 of the Ball Podcast. Production, editing and fact-checking were done by Akinola and Bide mio Audio engineering and graphic design by Bide mio Please join us again on the next episode as we continue with deep dives on football news, updates, rumors, and analysis. Make sure you subscribe to the Ball Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And also, please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. And you can also leave um, ratings and reviews on your favorite podcast of choice. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to throughball10 at gmail.com. And please remember to leave a review of the podcast, like I mentioned earlier, if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.